What happened with your father in Ara Town School was in 1922 and we are 100 years later the country has celebrated 75 years of its independence what did you make of this jalor incident i mean this is a little kid who just did something drink which was as simple as drinking water because he was thirsty what did you make of that that uh, you know the country may have taken giant leaps and they have progressed in so many different ways right but the mindset of people the mindset of the people has not changed right what went to my father 100 years ago though he survived he wasn't killed but mm. 100 years later a boy is killed you know that time the country was not independent and here we are celebrating 75th in fact 76th year of independence right and uh, the baby the little baby i mean 9 year old child is killed right so it is it is shocking right. it is shocking and uh, i i am i feel very sad I wanted to understand: Are the are the politicians also failing the community? Are the Dalit politicians, Dalit leaders, also failing the community in some sense? Uh, eventually, because I am in politics, my father was in politics, so uh, this question naturally will be directed towards me. And you said, "Are the Dalits failing?" I think it's the more the non-Dalits which are failing. Right. If a uh, you see if. if i if i have a problem if right. i fall ill it is for others to take care of me of course but of course. others others wash their hands off and they say no no she should take care of herself it's not done that's not done that's not a country these right. are not country men and women right this is not the society the society must come up in fact today i was just thinking that uh, the community to which that uh, teacher belongs right it belongs to a certain community no yeah that community and even other non dalit communities right should really take a peace march make a peace march from jalore to jaipur right. and there they should hold a meeting and say that from today we take a pledge that we will never 
never harm a Dalit. Right. And we will always honor and protect a Dalit. Right. This is the this is what a society means. Right. We are keep talking of our very superior culture and very superior civilization. Right. But I must do it also, no? Right. So why everything the honors falls on Dalits? Right. Some people are saying why the Dalits resigning, why the Dalits resigning. Okay, that's one point of view, maybe. But my point of view is right. that all those non-Dalits. Right. Oh, and especially of those that particular community right, right. should come and hold a meeting right. and make a pledge, peaceful meeting and make a pledge. Through years, you've been very vocal about this. There, there are, I've gone through some of your former interviews, which I also now remember. Um, there was one interview where you said that there are two types of Hindus, those who can enter temples and those who can't enter temples. And uh, uh, your father's uh, growing up experience at the Ara Town School, later at BHU is something that, you know, we've all read so much about. So I just wanted to understand, ma'am, first... You know, growing up as Babu Jagjeevan Ram's daughter, you know, what were what were some of your own experiences? What kind of caste discrimination did you face? Well, let me tell you that uh, the caste discrimination does not uh, become less yeah. because you are a great man's daughter. Yeah. The class discrimination remains as it is, yeah. regardless of whose child you are. Right. And uh, maybe because I was his daughter and uh, I, I led a life which was sheltered, more sheltered than that of other girls, maybe I didn't have to face what my father had to face, my mother had to face, right. and other members of my my family had to face. But it's very strange right. that uh, uh, there are occasions when I, I uh, heard, you know, people invited me to their homes, but uh, I was not accepted by all the members of the family. And... Uh, uh, inside the kitchen, I could hear voices as to why she has been invited, and in, in which, in which tea set or in which cup and plate we should serve her. Right. The, you know, I could hear all that, and uh, you'll be very surprised that in a place like London, where I was posted as right. a foreign service officer. I was looking for a house, right. and uh, there was a gentleman, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jacob. He was from uh, Kerala. Yeah. He had lived in London for 25 years. Right. And uh, he 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 wanted to give his house and rent. So I went to see their house and I liked it and it was almost settled. And when, just when he was leaving, he asked me whether I was a Brahmin. Right. So I said, no, I'm not a Brahmin. I'm a scheduled caste. Hmm. And he, I said, does it matter? So he said, no. But he never gave the house. And the very fact that he wanted to know the caste was very strange. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, do I, I, you know, it, ha it, it is everywhere, and uh, this, uh, this, uh, 
and I, I get very concerned about it because it has poisoned the minds of so many people. It has made them so inhuman and insensitive. I won't say insensitive, I would say inhuman. Right. And their conscience is completely, uh, you know, gone. Right. So that, that, is, that has caused me a lot of worry. Of course, the victims of this, the Dalits, and their plight is right. a cause of concern. You know, Dalits are suffering. Yes, Dalits are suffering. Dalits are suffering. They're paying the price. But they are also suffering. Everybody calls Dalit Uthan Karo, Dalit Uthar Karo. I say, who took air Dalit, Unkobi Uparutao to Igdam Niche, Kai maybe Gadim, Patal, Mikir Gai. Right. They're abysmal depth. I mean, what is all this? This is something. One has to, you know, one, no one has tackled. Right. No one has tackled the question of eradication of caste system. My father did it. Right. My father did it. But I'm telling you that, uh, you know, what he did once, what yeah. he did when he was uh, railway minister. Right. He, he, that in 56, 57, uh, on the stations, you, you didn't have people selling bislery or uh, there was any other provision, but you had these uh, gharas, you know, water pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those who sold them or uh, provided them, they were all Brahmins. They were called Bra Pani Pande. Pani Pande, yeah. So that, yeah, so that nobody will have objection in drinking water served by them right. because they were famine. What my father did was, he they, they were all railway employees. So mm. he put them on some other jobs. He gave them some other jobs. And in their place, yeah. he put Balmiki. Balmiki. Cast. Yeah, yeah, Balmiki. Right, right. Balmiki. Right. Who, who are on the lowest rung of yes, the yes, of course. They can't, complete and untouchable. Mm. He placed them. He gave them that job. All through, on every station in India. Right. One, with one stroke of his signature right everybody abused him everybody turned against him and you know there was such a upheaval but he says no this will happen right. but this is it is something small but this is one way of removing it i mean there are little little steps one has and it's not a little step it's a very yeah. big step of course of course so, uh ma'am now i was just hoping if you know we've we've all read you know, even while we were growing up, we read so much about your father. What were your growing up experiences like? You know, uh, the stories that you heard of, uh, of not just oppression, but also protest. See, I learned a few things from my parents. Uh, you see, I, I, I knew that we, we were different. My mother told me that in her hostel, she was made to eat in the portico and not in the dining hall. She was made to sit on the ground and eat in the portico. My father in it, uh, in BHU, as you have read, uh, was uh, uh, not allowed to eat in the dining room. His thali was thrown away. And then when he asked Madhun Mohan Malviyaji that can he shift out of the hostel, stay, take a house uh, room in front rent and stay there. So Malviyaji said that uh, there is an um, uh, untouchable boy from Pune, Shankar Ullekar. Hmm. He cooks 
he cooks his own food and washes his own utensils. So you do the same. So Bhavji said, no, I will not do it. I, yeah. I don't mind cooking, I don't mind sweeping or washing. But if I do that in the hostel, I, it will always pick me that I'm different. Right. And it will be inferiority complex and it will affect my studies. So uh, eventually he shifted out. And when uh, he gave uh, the advance and put his lock on the room and went to fetch his mother, when he came back, the landlord said that you never told me you are an untouchable. I can't give you the room. Right. So my father. My father said, I've given you the money, I've given you, uh, my lock is uh, hanging here, and uh, if you don't allow me, I, I will beat you. So he got, got yeah. scared. So that, uh, that's how he was able to live. Then the barbers, barbers uh, came to know his caste and they said, we, we won't cut your hair. Right. So Babaji, at that young age, he organized his own people and said, they look, they don't cut your hair. You cut each other's hair, but barbers are not giving their services. So we will not give our services to them. And then another thing he told me as I was growing up, yeah. I asked him, I said, Babuji, why did you fight for this country? Why did you become a freedom fighter? What has this country done for you? Yeah. For your father, for your forefathers? They've always humiliated you, insulted you. Why did you become a freedom fighter? Yeah. I said, no, I became a freedom fighter because I want to see a free India where our, our days will change. Things will change. So that is why I fought for freedom of this. Uh, I sometimes think that he is not alive to read this what happened in Jalor because things have not changed. India has not changed. Mama, I also wanted to understand that, you know, at the end of the day, this has happened to a little kid um, and there really has been no statements from, uh, uh, you know, the ruling party at the center. How do we fix this? How do we, in, in the 21st century, in 2022, how do we fix this? The caste system. Yeah. Caste system is rooted in our society right and it is not a, just a social problem it is also it has its roots in religion right you see it, if I, if something has its roots in religion uh, it, it, it takes very long it, it takes a consistent effort yeah. to really remove you see and the other thing is, the Constitution has nowhere said that caste system should be abolished. Right. In, in uh, American Constitution, they have clearly said that slavery stands abolished. Right. And together with it, they have provided for affirmative action. Right. Yeah, we have provided for reservation, but right. we have not hit hit at the root cause. Right. The root cause is the caste system. Yeah. So we've not really said that the caste system is abolished. Yeah, right. Had had this been included in the uh, in the constitution. Right. Mamba, don't you think that even if on paper we say that it's been abolished, the poison runs far deeper in society? There is that very powerful law, uh, 1989 Anti-Atrocities Act. Right, the uh, CST uh, Anti-Atrocities Act, right? Yeah. Yes, but the, the, as the atrocities stop, no. But 
the uh, the constitution and the words written in the constitution right show us a path show us a path they clear the confusion right so that the parliament the executive and the judiciary and also our fourth column the, the press right are clear that this is what the constitution wants right no and how far it has been applied how much of reality it is that's that's another thing that that can be a matter of discussion right but the words written in the constitution show the path right right so so light got so it they're not there then we are in the dark uh, ma'am in this case also this happens this incident this particular incident i mean i'm not trying to single it out but since we are talking about jalor it happens to be in a state that is governed by the congress what would you how how do we fix that how is the congress going to fix that what would how would you want to step in here let me make it very clear that these uh, incidents right should not be politically whether it happens in uh, in rajasthan or it happens in uttar pradesh or it happens in jark in uttarakhand mm. or wherever it is material of who's ruling there it is the fact that it has happened and we have to change the mindset of the people right so if, if not politicizing then uh, the the seriousness seriousness and how serious the matter is that really is taken away you know then the matter becomes political and then they start putting all the figures and giving all the statistics and then they saying when you were ruling when you were ruling this happened uh, ma'am one last question you know you mentioned that when you first read the news it really upset you and reminded you of what happened with your father 100 years ago is there something you would like to say to the father of the little boy any message to the family that you'd like to relay Yes, I mean I'm with him. A very sad hour, and I'm with him, with his family, and this. Is, and I, I don't have really have words to say what I should say. Yeah. And uh, you see, uh, he he. Uh, what do I say? I mean, one can say. that okay you have the courage to bear this irreparable loss so you take the courage and the better better be in peace and all these things oh soul rest in peace and all these things you know all these things which you say on such occasions the message of one depends one can say that but it doesn't mean anything these words are you know they fail to convey the tragedy of the thing it's a society which has killed him it's a caste system which has killed him right and we continue to practice the system and go on killing more children in future unless we don't we stop it you see my youngest grandchild is 13 year old right i i make him sit in my lap and i love him and a 9 year old baby but some i can't i mean it's intolerable i understand ma'am um, this has been quite a uh it's been quite the tragedy i think it's really shaken everyone to the core but i really wish this was not something that was uh something that we were discussing at all but um i just like to say that thank you so much for sparing the time despite your illness 
थैंक यू सो मच गॉड ब्लेस यू थैंक यू